Welcome to the Gen Z Today podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Whitmer, founder and CEO of the How to Life Movement. On Gen Z Today, we discuss practical ways you can boldly live and lead for Christ. Find out how you can have confident hope and make a difference for Jesus, especially when it comes to the Great Commission. Welcome to Gen Z Today. All right. Hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Gen Z Today podcast. I am your host, Jordan Whitmer, and I'm so glad that you are tuning in and joining us for uh, this conversation where, again, every uh, every time we have an episode on Gen Z Today, we talk about what it means to live and lead for Jesus as members of Generation Z. A lot of us in this generation, we want to make a difference and, and do things to be able to help uh, make an impact for Christ. And sometimes we're just not sure how, because we we read uh, through uh, the New Testament and we hear the Great Commission passages about uh, going into all the world and making disciples. And, and, and sometimes we're just like, well, how do I make disciples? And how do I preach the gospel? And how do I uh, take these next steps of, uh, of making a difference for Christ and, and truly just making our life count uh, for the Lord? And for each of us, we're all on a journey. I think it's important for us to know that uh, everyone, no matter if you're Christian or not, uh, uh, is, is on a journey. And uh, we, we hope that uh, for most people that don't know Jesus, that eventually they'll find Jesus and and want to live for Him. And uh, for others, uh, we uh, that are young in their faith, we uh, are uh, praying and hoping that uh, you grow in your faith. Uh, and and all of us are uh, part of this discipleship journey of helping uh, disciple people uh, that are uh, maybe less mature in their faith, uh, but then uh, growing. Uh, in their faith uh, throughout life. And all of us at one point or another were less mature in our faith uh, than we are now. And uh, so I'm already getting into the theme a little bit, but you know, the podcast, we talk about uh, a lot of these these ideas and these premises of, of what it means to to live and lead for Jesus on a, on a broad level uh, and in specific ways as well. We've got a whole bunch of episodes. And if you haven't had a chance to tune in to some of the other episodes, we've got amazing episodes with amazing guests from all over the world uh, where we've had uh, awesome conversations and, and had a chance to really lean into uh, different uh, themes and topics kind of all over, but all in the realm of helping us grow in our faith as young people. And uh, uh, so I'm really excited. Well, first off, it is August. August is a good month. August is my birth month, actually. August 12th uh, is when I turn 24. Uh, so that's great. And uh, there's, uh, I can't believe I'm going to be 24. I'm about to hit a quarter life crisis. I think that's a thing. And uh, although uh, it's not much of a quarter life crisis, if you are living your life fully and boldly for the Lord. So that's definitely a good thing for sure. And uh, for, for some of you guys, you are headed back to school. So maybe you're already back in class or maybe you're not yet, but you are about to be, you know, whether that be college or uh, high school or university or junior high school or elementary school. I don't think we have a lot of elementary schoolers that listen, but if you do, welcome. And uh, uh, there's a lot of different seasons that we're all in. Some of you might be uh, headed uh, back to work after vacation, if you took some vacation this summer. So who knows? We're all kind of in different areas, but uh, I hope that your August is going well. And uh, I want to challenge kind of each of you that are going back to like school in particular to 
Yeah, I always I always view and have viewed August as just kind of this fresh start, this clean slate as uh, uh, the beginning of the year where there's all these possibilities of what uh, could happen. And I know it was always a bummer like, oh, no, summer's done. But at the same time, I feel like it's it's always been an encouraging season of like, hey, we're going to get back to it. We're going to work. And uh, and even if it's not necessarily enjoyable, I know for some people you don't really enjoy your classes. Uh, I did tend to enjoy my classes a bit more, but there definitely were classes I didn't enjoy as much uh, even myself, even though I did like school and uh, tended to uh, be passionate about it. I, uh, I definitely understand uh, the premise of, oh, school is hard. Life is hard. And, uh, uh, but I want to encourage each of you to really prioritize in this season, just knowing that, Hey, whatever you do, you're doing it under the glory of God, uh, to take your classes seriously, to work hard and, uh, uh don't procrastinate, get your work done, get it in, uh, keep your weekends free for, for ministry and, and opportunities if you can. And, and I've got a few other episodes in the past where I've talked about school and and how to how to live for Jesus in those ways. But uh, welcome back to the school year for those of you that are going back to school. And uh, and again in this in the last episode we talked some about and usually in a lot of these episodes we talk about how to life. This is the time when we're having conversations about, hey, do you want to plan an event in your community to reach your friends for Christ? Because if so, we'd love to talk with you about. Uh, maybe starting a How to Life group in your community. Uh, How to Life is the ministry that I lead, and we help Gen Z, young people, teens, students, youth, uh, whatever you want to call yourself, uh, us, uh, and the next generation. Uh, we help mobilize uh, students and teenagers, young people, to reach our friends for Christ through uh, planning events. And we've had over 120 How to Life events over the course of seven years across 25 states in the U.S. and six countries around the world. And in all these places, it's local young people, people like you uh, that have been stepping up saying, I do want to do something to reach my friends and uh, didn't know how, but this sounded like a good idea. And I know that's really what we're trying to do is to help uh, people like you all get started uh, to impact your communities and uh, so reach out to us on Instagram if you want to learn more about How to Life. Uh, How to Life Movement is our name on there. And uh, uh, this week is also a solo episode. If you just listen, if you listen to uh, the episode from earlier in the month, that was another solo episode. And uh, August's episodes here are both going to be uh, solo episodes. So I don't have guests in August, but we will have more guests very, very soon. And I'm excited for you all to uh, hear them and to hear the amazing conversations that are coming together uh, and make sure to tune into the other guests that have been in recent episodes as well if you haven't yet because there's some amazing conversations but this week we have a really cool theme and uh, uh, this is one that I uh, have been reading I was reading in the book of Colossians uh, recently and I was just really encouraged by uh, the significance of uh, uh, the premise of being mature in Christ, because we, I think we hear about that word a lot. Like, what does it mean to be mature? What does it mean to, uh, to, uh, grow? And I think for a lot of us in Gen Z, uh, sometimes there's people, it's like, oh, that person's like really mature. And I feel like a lot of Gen Zers I know are like really mature in terms of their, uh, their passion and their motives, uh, for the Lord. Uh, but then sometimes they're still, so immature at the same time. And I don't know what it is about Gen Z in this dynamic, but 
Uh, I, I like in in July, I was watching uh, some TikTok videos, and that's when the uh, the the TikTok trend of the uh, TikTok. Let's go to the movies, uh, all dressed up in suits to watch the Minions movie. <laughs> I was like, that was a really funny trend. Hopefully, you all got to see Minions TikTok. Uh, if not, that's fine. Yeah, I know some people do social media fast, but if you were watching TikTok in July. I remember seeing all these TikToks of uh, uh, of people who, all these teen boys who started it, it seemed, who were like 17 and 18, dressing up in suits, going to the movie theater, dressed up in the suits, and just like throwing a party in the movie theater. And some people were respectful, others were uh, chaotic and threw banana peels at the screens and actually did vandalism things. And that's not cool, but for the people though, I just felt like that just kind of shows who Gen Z is. It's like dressed up in suits so fancy but at the same time deeply mature at the core so i feel like though like that's an example of what maturity or just kind of as we talk about the theme of maturity in a biblical sense uh apparently thanks to what the apostle paul writes uh jesus or the lord wants us to mature in our faith meaning that all of us mature in terms of age, meaning at one point we were young and we were babies and then we were toddlers and then we were uh, children and then we were teenagers. And then once you're no longer a teenager, you eventually become an, a, like a 20 something adult and then even older. And, and sometimes it feels like that process of maturing is really slowed these days. And then other times I feel like people grow up really quick. So maturity is kind of all over the place with Gen Z. Uh, but uh, whereas we're talking about Colossians chapter one, uh, verse 28 uh, specifically talks about how uh, him, God, we proclaim, Jesus or Christ, we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom that we may present everyone mature in Christ. So that's really cool. But what does it mean to be mature in Christ? So we need to back up for this and jump to the beginning of the passage. And we're going to get back to this premise of maturity here uh, in a minute. But yeah, well, first off, we need to talk about the significance of Christ. If we're going to be mature in Christ, well, who is Christ? And many of us here are like, well, I know who Jesus is. And 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 I would think, I would hope many of you do, <laughs> would know Jesus and, and know the significant, but the significance of Jesus, the significance of Christ, I think is something that each of us, no matter how much we grow in our faith, we need to remember and kind of focus and even meditate on this important premise of how big Jesus truly is, how big our God is, how big uh, Christ in particular, uh, who died to died for our sins and rose again uh, at the center of the gospel and all hope that we have, who is Jesus and uh, how significant, and rather, maybe even bigger than rather than who is Jesus, how significant is Jesus? And uh, I, I venture to say he's even more significant. I know he is more significant than you might even think. So we're going to jump into this passage of Colossians, Colossians 1, 15 to 29. We're just going to read this whole thing. And I know the first time I read this passage, I was really taken back by, oh my, like Christ really has a role. The second person of the Trinity, Jesus, is even more powerful and significant than you might think. So here we go. Colossians 1, 15. Uh, Christ is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him, all things were created in heaven and on earth, 
visible and invisible. Whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. In you, who once were alienated and hostile in mind, doing evil deeds, he is now reconciled in his body of flesh by his death in order that in order to present you holy and blameless and above reproach before him, if indeed you continue in the faith, stable and steadfast, not shifting from the hope of the gospel that you had, that you heard, uh, which has been proclaimed in all creation under heaven, and of which I, Paul, have become a minister. So we're going to stop right there. Uh, that was verses 15 to 23. So a few cool things here. First off, Jesus was actively involved. He's the firstborn of all creation. He was also involved in creation. He uh, is. He was the one who literally, he's always been, he uh, was a part of creation and helped literally create everything. So when God created the world, uh, however many years ago, uh, Jesus was actively a person involved in that process and uh, uh, was, was a part of creating everything and has been a part of establishing the thrones of this world. Uh, he has been and still is. So if someone becomes the king of a country or the president of a country, Romans 13 also talks about this, just basically the governments of our world, as much as we think, oh no, how did they get in power? Like usually, or yeah, the, the Lord helps establish the rulers of our world to kind of help rule everything for the time being, even if they have no idea that Jesus exists. This is all kind of weird, cool theology stuff. Not weird, very cool theology stuff that might be really deep. So hopefully it just gets you thinking. But uh, verse uh, 19 again just talks about, for in him, uh, the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. Uh, one verse sooner here, uh, 18, uh, it talks about how Jesus is the head of the body, the church. So he's the head of the church. He's the head of uh, the body of Christ. Uh, he, uh, the fullness of God has the entire fullness of the Lord is in him of God is in him uh, and through him uh, to reconcile to himself, all things. Uh, so this is very powerful. And then to know that we have been reconciled to God through Christ is amazing. So Jesus is at the center. This passage is often titled the preeminence of Christ. It's important to, for all of us to realize how preeminent Jesus is and to know that this is the same Jesus who walked on the earth as a human and is fully human and fully God, fully human. Yet all these things are true. And this emphasis of the preeminence, in essence, the fact of how Jesus is not just was not just a man, but and is not just a man, but is God, is so vital for us to understand. I'm going to go ahead and get back to verse 24 here and keep reading uh, Colossians. 124 says, Now I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake, and in my flesh I am filling up what is lacking in Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body, that is, the church, of which I became a minister according to the stewardship from God that was given to me for you, to make the word of God fully known, the mystery hidden for ages and generations, but now revealed to his saints. Uh, to them God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Him we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone 
with all wisdom, that we may present everyone mature in Christ. For this I toil, struggling with all his energy, that he may powerfully works, that he powerfully works within me. Back to that verse 28, that we may present everyone mature in Christ. So we've talked about who Christ is and uh, how important Jesus is in our life. And to realize that, again, Jesus is our savior. Jesus died and born again. He, he is everything. He was a part of creation. He's actively involved today. And this is these are this is kind of like deep theology stuff. If you ever study theology, uh, you'll learn about like systematic theology, maybe which breaks down uh, just some of the different elements of who God is. Theology is like the study of God, I believe is what it it, it is. Uh, or the, the, this, yeah, and and to just really dig into what it means, like what do we believe about Jesus? What are these truths uh, of the world? And in this this chapter here, I just hope is really encouraging for you to know how preeminent Christ really is. And then, uh, as is immediately followed in that chapter, to know that we are to become mature in Christ. So for us to be mature in Christ, that is what discipleship is. And uh, uh, as uh, I was reading just recently in, in my devotional book by John Stott, uh, he talked about this and basically said that, uh, following uh, Jesus or maturity in Christ means seeing a clearer and clearer and clearer vision of Christ uh, in our life. And in essence, we're in essence breaking down misconceptions we've had of Christ, building up truths about Christ, and just like that thing at the eye doctor where you go and they are like, can you see clearer? Can you see clearer? And uh, our goal is that we may see clearer and clearer and clearer. And that's really a big part of what our journey is. Our walk with Jesus maturing in our faith is growing and seeing clearer and clearer and clearer and saying, oh, I see even clearer. And just when you think you see Jesus perfectly clear, you we got to see him even clearer. And for all eternity, we're going to be seeing Christ even clearer and uh uh, and be, and that, that's what it means to be mature in Christ, is to see the Lord more clearly. And uh, that's what Colossians chapter 1 is all about, is a, a chapter that I know helped me see the Lord more clearly, and hopefully can help you see God more clearly. Uh, and then with every element of our life, let's just think of practical ways. How can we grow in our faith? How can we mature in our faith? And often it is just these simple answers. You might be wondering, okay, this is great, but how do I see Jesus more clearly? And why is that important? Well, uh, that's a part of what uh, sanctification is growing in our faith and uh, kind of just building, uh, growing in our faith each step of the way is so important for everything with our future. And I want to encourage you just start by getting in scripture, reading the Bible. And if you don't already, uh, having a daily time with Jesus is huge. And I know for me, that is my anchor and even on a rough day, at least I know I started my day getting in God's word, seeking after him and seeking after the Lord and uh, uh, get in God's word to pray, uh, to get involved with Christian community, get involved with a local church in your area or make friends with other Christians. Maybe you're like, I don't really uh, have a lot of Christian friends. Well, uh, I'd encourage you to hop online and, and make friends with some of these uh, the amazing Christian online community that is, seems to be stronger than ever on TikTok and Instagram and different places and and uh, just to find community and people that you can do life with as we all grow in our faith. 
Uh, so I want to pray for us kind of as we continue to ponder what it means to be mature in Christ, uh, and then uh, we can kind of close out from there. But I'm going to pray for you who's listening just right now. So God, I thank you so much for the person who's listening. And I pray that for for everyone that's listening, for each of us, that you would help us to grow more mature in our faith, that you would help us to be mature in Christ uh, and to really be able to see uh, Christ more clearly in everything in our lives. Uh, would you give us uh, your clear uh, vision? Uh, would you help us to just truly be in awe uh, and fall on our knees with how good you are and to praise you, Lord, for how good you are, God, and to know that you truly are holy, 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 God. I uh, thank you, Lord, and I pray that you will move powerfully in each step of our life, each step of our journey, and in looking to live uh, for you. Uh, and I pray for the person who's listening that you would give them boldness and confidence in their walk with you. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Awesome. Well, yeah, I hope for each of us, this was encouraging today, just to be thinking, how can we be more mature in Christ? How can we anchor in him uh, as everything? And how can we understand his significance, uh, the preeminence of Christ as Colossians is all about? I think this is a very important theme for us to lean into. And and uh, and I hope that each of us can can really take that home and with whatever we're doing, whether you're getting involved in going back to school or getting involved with a new job. Uh, August in this new season, can we all just continue to seek after being more mature in Christ? And uh, for those of you that want to tune in more, we have more episodes of Gen Z today. If you haven't listened to all of them, there's more for you to listen to. I encourage you to download the ones that you haven't heard. Check them out anywhere on Spotify or Apple uh, Podcasts, all the places. And uh, uh, reach out to us on Instagram at Gen Z Today Podcast. Uh, if you want to learn more or at Jordan Whitmer, that's mine. Uh, and then same with how to life. If you're like, Hey, it's August. I want a fresh start to my school year, fresh start to planning an event in my city, maybe uh, through how to life. Uh, let us know. We'd love to chat with you. And uh, we're taking applications now and starting training for this year's leaders uh, to find this year's event directors for how to life events. If you want to get involved to do something more uh, to plan an event, to reach your community, send us a message at, at how to life movement. We'd love to talk with you. Thank you for tuning in and very excited for more episodes to come. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. I invite you to subscribe, leave a rating or review, and tell your friends about the Gen Z Today podcast. Tune in each Wednesday for a brand new episode. On Instagram, you can follow at Gen Z Today podcast, as well as my page at Jordan Whitmer. Gen Z Today is sponsored by How to Life Movement with a mission to reach, disciple, and mobilize Gen Z young people for Christ. Gen Z Today and How to Life Movement are made possible because of the generous financial partnership of friends like you. To find out more, visit our website, genztoday.com. That website again is genztoday.com. See you next time on Gen Z Today. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.